Across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Yes, Audible, the way to learn and listen to books without having to turn a page. Uh, Audible's awesome. I've always been a big fan. I always have several books on Audible that I'm listening to or getting ready to listen to after the next one is done. Right off the bat, I've got a great book for you to listen to. It's called The Surrender Experiment. It's by Mickey Singer, and it's changed my life. It really has. At, at first, I was unsure about it. I thought it might be too spiritual for me, but it really wasn't spiritual at all. It was, but it wasn't. It, uh, this guy's built a company with thousands and thousands of employees, and he's used a different way to make decisions throughout his life, and it's benefited him. And I've actually tried it recently, and it's it's affected me, and it's, it's working well. So highly recommend Surrender Experience, Mickey Singer. Michael Singer. Check it out. Just go. You can listen to this book for free, actually, as a listener of this show by getting a free 30-day membership to Audible. All you got to do is go to audio.hybendigital.com. That's audio.hybendigital.com. This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Check this out. If you have a website you want to host or already hosting and are probably paying too much, they have disrupted the world when it comes to hosting things inexpensively and efficiently. As little as $3.95 a month and you get a free domain name. They host over 2 million websites worldwide. Check it out, uh, listeners to this show. Very inexpensive and efficient. They can get a free domain. So I got a coupon for a free domain for you. Just go to host.hybendigital.com. That's host.hybendigital.com. Over 2 million websites hosted worldwide by Bluehost. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, we have a great guest. If you want to make more money, you need to listen up. Raj Bosker, like Oscar with a B in front of it, who's the CEO <laughs> of Hurdler and has created a, a, a new thing called Profit Dash. We're going to jump on a little bit towards the end, is on the line. And, and Raj is real estate agent focused in that his goal in life is to make real estate agents more profit. And, you know, I'm big negative on the... ECI, Ego Commission Income, and positive on the LTI, which is left to invest, how much money you actually have left to invest after your Ego Commission Income is paid. Um, and <laughs> and Raj likes that too. So this is going to be a, a good conversation. And uh, without further ado, Raj, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm really happy to be here. Um, so I like to say, uh, I like how, you, you know, you gave a strong intro. Uh, I first like to say that I'm the same person inside my house as I am when I walk out the front door. 
Mm. Uh, and that just means that I have the same set of values, whether it's personal or business, it's all one and the same to me. I can't justify anything in business. It all stems from, uh, from values. Um, and I think uh, that's especially relevant to real estate agents because um, we're, you know, we're people in our community that people look to us uh, for, um, they look to us for help. They look to us for specialized information. Um, and and uh, that's where you have to have really strong values and a strong core. Um, and, and it's one and the same every day in and out. Yeah, great. Uh, and I love it. And, and I'm the same way. Um, so, Raj, why don't you give us a little bit of background, like uh, your history? Give you know, give us a quick bio. Sure. Um, so, um, a current venture, Hurdler, started uh, oh about four years ago. Um, but prior to that, um, I had a, a real estate management platform that was focused on subsidized housing, and I had that from 2000 to 2010, um, ten-year business, um, and we grew that to manage about a half a million units. Um, that's housing units, affordable housing units, uh, a couple million tenants, and our platform was processing around 200 million in monthly rental payments um, for subsidized housing. Uh, if that was market rate, it probably be, would have been closer to a billion a month. Um, so it was a solid platform, um, and uh, it was uh, my venture was acquired in, in uh, mid 2010 by a company called Yardi. Uh, Yardi uh, is a quiet company in real estate that happens to have half of all U.S. apartment buildings using its rental management software. Um, so it worked out very well, and it's, that was six years ago that it was acquired, and still all of our customers are there um, using our software. Um, and that's kind of like how I'm built. Um, we like to um, do things for the long term that create lasting value, right? So no house of cards. And I think that ties into agents very nicely because... You know, we talk about. I just came back from Mega Camp, and one of the big talks was around referral uh, income. And there's a gentleman on stage from Idaho who eighty has more than eighty percent of his business is referral generated. Right, that's long term, uh, really long term value. Um, and then, uh, so I've had these uh, two businesses. I've always kind of been in the software space, but leading with value. My first one helped housing agencies provide better affordable housing to their communities. And then uh, with Hurdler, um, I wanted to focus on a, another set of folks who need help, and that's entrepreneurs, right? Folks that are running their own businesses who, you know, our mission was basically to help them uh, live more rewarding lives. Um, and if they're given the right tools, they can do a lot for their community. Uh, and we wanted to really give them something that meets their needs for mobility as well as the need to have all the dots connected. Right, so they can um, get out of the back office and spend more time um, working with their clients, doing lead gen, actually growing their business. Right, right, yeah, and I love that, and and I think that you know it's a shame, but uh, the real estate community as a whole um, is terrible when it comes to being accountable to saving money uh, and, and, and creating a high LTI left to invest. You know, a couple of things come to mind. I know that, uh, like, I, you're in D.C., actually. Uh, I have two homes, one in South Carolina and one in Maryland. And, and in Maryland, uh, in Baltimore, there's a, a Baltimore Business Journal that in the back lists all the tax liens. And I used to sit there uh, for fun and look in the Baltimore Business Journal in the tax liens and just uh, highlight real estate agents 
with tax liens on their homes that they didn't pay their taxes. And it was all because realtors in general are great at, at spending and terrible at saving and uh, aren't focused and aren't accountable to making real profit. And so I wanted to talk to you, and I'm, I'm glad I got you here because I know one of the things you talk about and are known for is training real estate agents uh, how to make more profit. And you say there's three ways that this can be done, and let, let's touch on that. Let, t- tell me, what's the first way? Sure. The first way uh, to make more profit, of course, is to increase your earnings or commissions in this case. That's number one, right? So how do you, how do you close more listings? Close more listings or increase your average sale price. There you go. Exactly. And sometimes it's easier, I think, to increase your average sale. Well, you know, it probably is easier to increase your average sale price. Just just be conscious of that, right? Because you do one deal instead of two. You could do one deal instead of five. Uh, And I think agents don't realize that fast enough, you know? You know, it's all relative to the gross commission that you get per deal. Yeah, and I think that's a good way to start, and also uh, it helps you hone in on your value proposition because if you're increasing the average sale price, your customer expectations generally are going to be higher, so you just learn from the get-go to provide better service. Yeah, yeah, or not. I mean, I mean, who's to say that someone selling a $150,000 house doesn't actually take more time and more customer service than someone selling a $700,000 house because when selling a 700 that that person's probably sold 10 houses before where the 150 it, it could be the first time they're ever selling therein lies you know more of more of your time and more of your team's time and that sort of thing yeah i mean that's definitely uh, you'll see all those different cases um, which is important to and that's where it's important to really know how much time and money you're incurring at the listing level, you know, from an expense standpoint, so you can really figure out what where you should be focusing your resources. Okay, so so increase sale price or increase units. Okay, what else you got? So that takes care of part one. The second key part is decreasing your expenses. Right. Okay. okay. And, so how do we do that? What what are some practical tips someone listening can implement today uh what you know what areas do we cut yeah so the first uh part of this uh, which you really touched on uh, a couple minutes ago uh where real estate agents are really good at focusing on uh commissions the first step is to actually knowing what your expenses are we find in our field that most agents don't know what their actual expenses are because they're not tracking them The first thing you have to do is track it so you know what your actual expenses are. And expenses also include your time. You need to know where you're spending your time overall. That's your biggest expense. Um, So that's important to know because you need to direct your time to uh, important areas. But yeah, yeah. when we I look always at ex- say, you know, one of the things on when I have a real estate agent, uh, top real estate agent on the show, I always ask them, you know, what's your GCI and what's your uh, net profit? And um, usually they're prepared, but, you know, from time to time, someone will get on here and you could tell they're either A, lying or B, they just don't know. And I think that uh, more often than not, they just don't know. So they make something up that sounds good. They'll say, oh, 40%, you know, um, 
which if probably if you looked at it, it was probably more like 12% profit margin. But I just think that they don't know. Um, so keep going. Yeah, and I agree with that. And if you imagine like at the top agent and mega agent level, if, if some folks don't know, imagine imagine the masses, the volume uh, folks um, definitely don't know. Um, and so that's the first thing because if you're able to track what those expenses are, then you know your largest buckets or categories they're actually spending money on. And what you want to do is quickly analyze you know, the general rule, are you getting a return? Is it a strategic expense? Are you getting an ROI on that actual expense? Right? So we look at, for example, like there's a lot of expense for real estate agents in lead gen. Is your lead gen actually um, getting you a return? Mm. Right? And, and if you can't track it, uh, how, how are you really justifying it? Yeah. And so how do you know? You know, like how do you know? You know, here, I'll give you an example. I got a friend that owns a bunch of Domino's pizzas, right? And his monthly reports from Domino's say things like you're a half a percent off in your cheese cost, right? So you're either sprinkling too much cheese on the floor or someone's stealing bags of cheese from you, one of your employees. So how does a real estate agent know, you know, my lead gen is working or my, the money I'm spending on marketing is working, that sort of thing? Sure. So I think you have to look at like if you're – uh, Phil Dumphy and you have your your sign uh, on the on the park bench. You know you have to you have to kind of track, even if it's anecdotally. Um, you got to know whether you got inquiries directly from that park bench. I mean, you could still have a budget for doing things that you can't exactly track. But if you're doing online, for example, Facebook or Zillow or other things, you can't actually track that that you got a return on that because you know what the click-through rates were if that ended up uh, leading to a listing or other things. Uh, that has to be tracked, right? Because then you're in a position to say, should you reallocate those dollars elsewhere or should you just cut those dollars? Yeah. You should ask anybody that calls in or emails or, or, or whatever, what prompted you to call and then follow it up with, have you heard of us before that? Definitely. Okay, so decrease expenses, that's a no-brainer, and the way you do that is by hyper-focusing on tracking. Same way that, that Weight Watchers gets people to lose weight is they force them to track. And as soon as they stop tracking, they gain all the weight back. Real estate agents should be tracking everything and anything that they should be doing. And just by doing that, similar to how Weight Watchers just does that, uh, you will start consciously uh, spending less, hopefully. So what's the third way? Third way is to decrease your taxes, right? Because most uh, real estate agents are self-employed. They're in charge of their own taxes. So simple ways to decrease your taxes. We find that most agents do not leverage the tax deductions that are available to them. And number one being the real estate professional designation. Sure. Yep. So uh, let, let's talk about that because we want to give, you know, meat and potatoes here, not just, you know, some, some cliches or some things that are kind of wide. So why would an agent not do that? Why would they not declare the real estate professional designation when you're trying to decrease your taxes? I think uh, a couple of things. I think most folks are generally, they're just running around trying to focus on number one, 
which is increase your your earnings. Right, so maybe uh, administrative things get pushed uh, get pushed back. They're uh, you know they save that for um, later and just don't get to it. So I think I think that's a reason, uh, and I think too often uh, folks uh, are scared of getting audited. Yeah, which even if you got audited, it doesn't mean you're guilty. Correct. Uh, right. You know, you just yeah. go through a process, and then if you are found guilty, then you just you know you might pay a penalty and some back interest or something in it. But but the the reality of it is is that you know as agents we should be buying property, and and. If we are buying property, there's massive amounts of depreciation that you guys could get to pay less taxes. That's the biggest one. I think that, the, you know, I, w- I remember one time I had an account, I was interviewing accountants and um, I, I, I was with this guy and I was sitting down with him and I was saying, you know, what else is there? What else is there? What else is there? And he looked at me dead and he said, Pat, you have to spend it to write it off. And, and it really sunk in because you have to spend it to write it off. There's only so many secrets out there, right, uh, as to what you can do. Um, and one of them is, you know, being an investor in addition to being a real estate salesperson. And so, uh, and, and, and so that's, you know, my thoughts on it. You tell me, what, what, what do you advise agents to do to pay less taxes? Yeah, so there's sometimes there's lower hang, low hanging fruit, right? So some of the low hanging fruit, of course, are tracking your mileage. Um, you know, a lot of folks still don't do that because they view it as tedious. But there's all kinds of automation out there now that makes it non tedious. And then um, another simple one are there are a lot of agents who whether it's split commissions, um, but they pay out commissions, part of their commissions to other folks. That's actually a deductible business expense. Um, that's a big thing. But it, say that again. Uh, agents who you know they receive commissions, but then they pay uh, whether it's uh, a split, a part of that, or referrals, referral fees to other agents that help them, even though they're not their own brokerage. That's a deductible business expense. Sure, sure, but but they're just going to deduct that before they even write it on the tax return. It's going to just called the GCI will just be less. Uh, and uh, I don't know that all folks are taking advantage of that. Really? As crazy as that sounds. There's often low-hanging fruit in every analysis we do um, that we can pick up really quick, quick things. So it's worth it's worth an agent taking a half hour to, to get a quick review done. Um, but the thing you were talking about, which I really like when you said that it, some accountants you spoke with said you have to spend it to deduct it, this ties back to the second part of decreasing expenses. If we focus on strategic expenses, so if, if you first track all your expenses and you know what you're spending on lead gen and what the returns are and you find a source that actually gives you a solid return, right? you can reallocate more funds to that expense bucket. You can deduct that, but the beauty of that strategic expense is you know it's actually helping you grow your business. right? So ultimately, you're going to increase your profit uh, quite a bit through that method. Right, right. Yeah, at the end of the day. So, okay, that's great. Well, that, that all is very logical. So another thing uh, that you speak about is uh, creating a value proposition that people can't say no to. So um, what does that mean? So creating a strong value proposition simply, um, so I like to say, uh, how do you make yourself easy to buy? 
uh, even though you're you're um, you know you're constantly selling all day long, but how do you make it easy to buy? And and the definition of that really is how do you help your customers or potential customers choose you over your competitors? Right? And because today customers are choosing who they work with, right? You're not you're not necessarily selling them. You're helping them decide to pick you, right? So you really have to dig deep um, because there isn't any shortage of real estate agents in your neighborhood, right? So of course you want to be your local expert. That's number one. That's a that's a common thing. But other ways to go above and beyond, um, you know, simple things. You know, when I when I bought a house uh, a few years ago. Um, this was after a couple of years after uh, my previous business was acquired, so I didn't have uh, you know normal W two income, right? Actually, I didn't have I didn't even have income at the time because the business was already was already sold. It was actually pretty challenging to get a mortgage. My realtor couldn't help at all. He didn't know anybody uh, um, that could really help me. Um, if you can be helpful in other aspects of the deal closing process you will generate a lot more referrals because you're helping your customer out of a bind or helping them through that process. You will get a lot of referrals that way. Um, but really digging, what is your actual differentiator? Like real differentiator that your customers actually value that differentiation. Um, that's a, a key thing that a lot of folks can't answer. You know, or their answer is the same as everyone else's. Yeah, which, cliche. Uh, Honesty, integrity, and knowledge. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, those that, are minimum. <laughs> that's, that's the a minimum joke. What? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so, okay, so so if someone was going to sit down and 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 make a conscious, it's sort of like the same thing with the tracking the expenses and, the, and just being conscious of, you know, uh, I'm going to be a good saver and I'm going to be good with remembering my numbers or knowing my numbers or track whatever it is. It's a, it's a conscious level of I am going to have a value proposition that is different, and so it it almost requires you to to sit down. With everything turned off and journal out, what is my value proposition? How am I different than the other agents out there? And and so, what are some things like if someone's sitting there and they're free free writing, you know, and they're saying, you know, they they end up writing cliches. I'm hardworking. I'm you know, I'm honest. And our advice to them is, no, you got to cross all that out because that's a given, you know, you should be honest and you should, everybody is um, going to be, you would hope, or the majority of the agents out there. What are some things that you could write down that the thousands of other agents might not write down? Can you help me with that? Sure. I think, uh, so I think one first thing to look at is what percentage of your business is referral based. One thing that struck out to me with this gentleman who spoke on stage with over 80% of his business being referral-based, uh, and he talked about how he gets referrals, but if, I, if my business was over 80% referral-based, that might be something that I lead with. He might be saying that you know, over 80% of my clients come through referrals, ask me why, for yeah. example. Yeah. Right? That's, so one, one thing I would look at is what is already unique in your business that you're not ne necessarily sharing out there with your potential clients? Right. I think at the end of the day, it, you know, you have to be obsessed with customer service. Yes. I mean, you have to be paranoid 
that you're going to get fired. You have to be paranoid that um, they're going to get mad because of something you do wrong or something that goes wrong. And, and you have to always be there or have a team that's there to um, appease them and make them happy. Because at any given time nowadays during the buying process or during the, sell the selling process, they can go on Yelp, they can go on Zillow, you know, anything, Google reviews and poof, three stars and uh, one negative comment. And that that goes around the world five times before any positive comment that they write on any of those reviews does. So Absolutely. You, you have to be afraid at all times that that's going to happen. Definitely. And, you know, when we talk about customer experience, customer success, you know, if we think about, like, I like to use the analogy of the cable companies of the world. I don't know too many people who've had a positive experience with their cable company. Um, they kind of have to deal with them um, if they're not willing to cut the cord. But when you get your Netflix bill, for example, you have a positive reaction to it. Right. And that's kind mm -hmm. of the, do you want to be your cable company or do you want to be like Netflix? Right. And the Netflix one is the model that leads to more referrals. And so when I, you know, when I introduced myself at the beginning, talking about the same person inside my house, when I walk out the front door, it's like, what are your personal values? You know, beyond the honesty and integrity, um, what else do you do? How do you exceed? How do you want to be treated? It's so simple that a lot of folks just kind of overlook it because they're just after, you know, they're after the transaction. So I'd say don't necessarily be transaction-based, be relationship-based because long-term, that's what's going to drive the growth of your business. Yeah, I love that analogy. I, I, I love, I never heard that one before. It's kind of like what, what CarMax did with used cars. I mean, they completely disrupted that. You know, we, we, I've bought three cars now from CarMax and it's like, you know, no negotiation. You know, someone pops right in front of you as soon as you walk in. Everything's computerized and you don't like it, fine. If you like it, great. You know, I mean, it's uh, same exact thing with Netflix and the cable companies. I love that. That's great. Yeah, and CarMax actually provides an excellent experience even to sell your car, to sell your car to them. Yeah. So you don't yep. have to uh, have a, you know, put it on the open market and, and uh, you know, manage that process. Um, excellent service all the way around. And now we're both talking about it. That's true, yeah. And I've gotten rid of a lot of cars uh, on CarMax, uh, through CarMax. I just got one, rid of one uh, like two weeks ago for my daughter, and she, you know, had a like a $4,000 estimate for a transmission, and the blue book value of the car was like 3500 So I was looking at negative 500 to get her a new transmission, and CarMax gave me 500 for it. So I ended up being like positive a grand <laughs> on the deal. I was like, done. So, yeah. 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 So I think, you know, another thing, like I mentioned the example, and these are just ideas for like you talked about that folks should sit down and, and journal it out and bounce it off of if you if you live with folks uh, inside your home, bounce it off of them. If it if it doesn't if it doesn't resonate with your family members, it's not going to resonate with other folks. Right. It has to at least resonate with your family at a minimum. Uh, how many folks have seen on uh, like American Idol that their family really encourages them, um, but they make the bloopers real? So you have to pass. <laughs> you really have to, you know, ask to at least pass uh, your family club before you start talking with folks to really get that true differentiation. Um, but like another idea that for me would resonate 
He said, I help you buy or sell your home, but I also help you get a mortgage. That resonates if you want to do that work. You can bring in partners that do this for you and create like that end-to-end experience that doesn't actually take you much work. Right? There's simple things you can do um, just like that uh, that, that really, build, uh, really build your base and, and get those referrals coming in. That's a, yeah, that's that's so true, so true. Well, I hope everybody listens and and does that. You know, spend a half an hour and just just only do one thing today or tomorrow. Um, you know, do that. Sit down and write out how you are different specifically, and anything that becomes a cliche, put a big X through it. So anyway, so okay, let's talk a little bit about hurdler. Um, you know, this is your new baby. You've had it four years. I, I know it's for realtors. It's for accountants. It's it's for entrepreneurs. Uh, anybody can get this. What what is it? Yeah. So Hurdler is a mobile mobile finance app that you can download from um, Apple App Store or Google Play. Um, so both iOS and Android. And it takes uh, maybe thirty seconds to set up. You can log in with your Facebook or Google, um, and when you do that, it basically the Hurdler app tracks all of your um, income expenses, and it has a, a built-in real-time tax estimation engine um, that supports all 50 states in DC and the US. And uh, later this year, we're going to start rolling it out to Canada, and then plan for uh, future international countries. But basically, it'll tell you your real-time profit in your pocket, just like that. It connects with your with your bank and credit card. Uh, you can also manually track things, um, but the idea is to to help uh, these different entrepreneurs know what their real time financials are, so they can make better business decisions and grow their business. Yeah, I love that, and and it basically tells you a- estimate what your taxes are going to be, so you know to save those. Because that's another thing I see is is especially with newer agents, they're like, Yahoo. I'm I'm the agent of the month or I'm the rookie of the year or whatever. I'm the top agent in my office. And all of a sudden they get a $100,000 tax bill uh, that they can't afford to pay. Happens all the time. So um, I like that. Yeah. Sorry. So the app shows uh, exactly what you should be setting aside. Uh, We don't want you to achieve full celebrity status. Right? Full celebrity status is when uh, you get locked up for not paying taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But we call it the true profit formula. So it's your earnings or commissions minus expenses minus taxes. That's your true profit, right? Because you're you're responsible for your own taxes. So don't wait till the end of the year to figure out what those are, because as you talked about, Pat, at the, early in the episode, that uh, a lot of folks think they're making a lot of money. And the problem with that is when you think you're making a lot of money or more than you're actually making, you tend to spend more too, right? A hundred percent. hundred percent. And that's part of the problem. It's, it's very addicting. You know what I mean? It's like uh, more money, you know, more things. And so... I can understand it as a baby, you know, I can understand it because when, like, when I first started getting money, you know, I wanted to buy stuff because I was deprived for so long. But, but after a certain short period of time, uh, you know, it shouldn't go, you, you need to be, you need to have a certain amount of money left to invest, a significant amount, I should say. I always agree, you know, I, I hear these financial people say, oh, save 10%. I always thought you save, you know, everything that's left after your expenses are paid uh, to invest, ideally. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're truly committed to growing your business, um, you need to you need to use this, and so you can see like what like you talk about LTI, like what you have left to invest, and then you can really analyze those expenses along the way and do uh, what I like to call strategic expenses that actually lead to the growth of your business. Wow. Right, then you get the best of both. You can deduct it, and it grows your business at the same time. Yeah, so I'm going to put a link to uh, Hurdler and, and, and all of Raj's information on hybendigital.com backslash Raj, and it's B-H-A-S-K-A-R. Now, I've had a couple other Rajas on the show, but if you just go Raj B, uh, I believe he's the only Raj B. Um, and before I wrap up, I want to talk to you a little bit about Profit Dash now. Um, this is another baby. It's out of incubation. The baby's been born, but it's only available to Keller Williams as of as of a week or so ago. Agents, you're going to you're going to eventually uh, allow all agents from all franchises and all companies to get on it, and you have a waiting list for that. But the Profit Dash allows you to to take the same idea and hyper focus it down to. A real estate agent macro level, and by that I mean, um, you know, if you're on a listing appointment and you, uh, the gross commission is twenty eight hundred bucks, it can actually tell you. Guess what, Raj? Uh, you're going to be negative five hundred bucks on this deal based on your cost per listing. Maybe you shouldn't take this listing, or if you do, maybe you need to charge more, right? So, tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, yeah, we just launched uh, with Keller Williams and MegaCamp uh, this past week. Huge success. Um, it was the, I think, the hit of the hit of the convention, and uh, it's very simple. You literally download the app and you log in with your KW login. Um, you have two options. You can either log in with your KW login, or you can say you're not a KW agent, and you can sign up for a notification of early access when we open it up to other brokerages. But you log in with your KW. And seconds after you do that, it automatically pulls all your commissions and listings from KW's internal systems back to January 1. So you get year-to-date right out of the box without any data entry. And then you can simply sync your business uh, credit card to it, and it'll uh, start tracking your business expenses, which, as you mentioned, you can do that at the listing level. right? So you could say these drives, or you spent six hours at this open house for this particular listing, and really get a sense for your P&L not only at your business level, but at your listing level. And you could check your, you could sync your checking account too. You can. Yeah. And uh, so it's a no-brainer. It, you you yeah. guys really should only be using one checking account and one credit card, um, anyways, because everything flows down to your. It's going to flow down to one single tax return, yours. Um, so it, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Definitely. And nice thing for KW folks, I believe it's the only brokerage in the country with profit share. You'll get a push notification uh, as soon as your monthly profit share comes out with the amount. You don't even have to log in online to see what that is. Mm. Wow, that's great. That's awesome little feature too, right? Bing, that's that that's really cool. Well, listen, Rod, this has been a great show. I really appreciate you offering some meat and potatoes to us, uh, giving us a different perspective on things. I li- I like how you see things. Uh, and I hope that uh, in the near future, you know, when I'm in town, maybe we get together, we could uh, break some bread and get to know each other a little better. Absolutely. I'm Maryland, uh, born and raised. Thanks, Raj. Thank you, Pat.
This episode is brought to you by Rebus University. Yes, Rebus University, the home of the Certified Listing Agent course. Many people taking the Certified Listing Agent course, you will never ever lose a listing again. If you take this course over and over and you ingrain this stuff into your head, that is certainly our goal, I should say. And I got a $100 off coupon for you at hybendigital.com backslash discount. That's hybendigital.com backslash discount. There you could also sign up for the coming CTA course, which is a certified team agent with Jeff Cohn at Omaha, Nebraska. If you're interested in getting a super discount on that, because I need some beta testers on that course. And if you beta test it, I'll give you 50% off. So if you want to get on the beta list, go to rebusuniversity.com backslash courses backslash CTA. I'll repeat that rebusuniversity.com backslash courses backslash CTA for the certified beta tester list of the certified team agent course. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.